Welcome to From Nothing to Profit. I'm Kaya Bondurant. And I'm Aubrey Lauren, and we are happy to be here again with you today. We are back talking about generations. Uh, In our last podcast, we talked about each generation that we are currently selling to. We forgot the forgotten generation (laughs) (laughs) or silenced the silent generation, whatever you want to call them. But uh, we talked about each different generation and uh, we want to go back and talk about them again, just a little bit. If you don't haven't listened to that podcast, we can kind of do a little overview. Yeah. So um, this episode, we want to give you a quick overview of each generation. Um, But then we also want to give you a tool on how to market to each generation um, and kind of get into the nitty gritty of what works and um, even a key um, that we've created to connect with them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll go through our formula that we use with the key, uh, some of the different questions that we ask within that. And all these things we uh, will use in coaching. And so uh, we're kind of coaching ourselves here today. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And so let's talk about each generation just a little bit as a reminder. I know I'm I'm assuming if you're listening to a podcast that you've heard people talk about generations before. And so they're broken down by uh, when they're born, but we are just essentially using age for that. Yeah. You know, what, what your age is. And so the first one is boomers, 55 plus. They're going to be the grandparents, essentially, typically. Yeah. And they uh, typically value traditional family, traditional roles, and they connect um, well with you when you are uh, marketing to them using those roles and um, speaking their language of valuing family and they feel that you share those values with them. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And they like physical advertisement. They like Facebook. Uh, They have a lot of buying power, so it's really worth it to connect with them. And they like to feel like they're making the the decisions when they're buying. Yeah, they have, um, yeah, some of the most money in um, the United States. So they are holding the pocketbook. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So the next one is Gen X. That's my generation. And Uh, that's going to be the parents, you know, if you're looking at like a family, essentially the older parents, so parents of teenagers, which is what I have, and they're going to connect great through email, newsletters, uh, communication from the, uh, from the owner, from the founder, they, uh, like they, we like Facebook ads. I have bought things off of Instagram ads. And so, uh, they really value customer service too, like connection with them. Yeah, and they also value um, quantity. Mm-hmm. You know, they really like stuff, and um, but they can also le- also feel <laughs> easily ignored um, by brands, and so they want that special one-on-one connection with the owner. They want those special conversations. They want to feel close to you and like they know you. That's interesting because more Gen Xers have my personal cell and probably yours yeah. than any of our clients. Yeah. That age group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're the ones that feel hurt if they don't get special attention in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Uh, so the next one is millennials and millennials are going to be your young parents or your young adults uh, that aren't, don't have kids yet. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
Yep. And we are um, good at communicating. We know how to communicate on every level and uh, we value quality. We like luxury. Even if we can't afford it, we would rather just have one thing that's really nice and not have anything else in our whole apartment. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And we are conscious of the environment and uh, anything that we're passionate about we are going to want to see that in a brand too. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to affect how we advertise to the millennials. They love Instagram and YouTube ads. They're very tech savvy. And so, you know, thinking about those type of things is going to be important. Yeah. And then last is the Gen Z and Gen Z are online all the time on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Be Real, everywhere. Yes, and they are the multi-screen generation, mm-hmm. so um, it's not unusual to see them on more than one screen at a time, and them to be very comfortable with that. In fact, they feel uncomfortable if they don't have a screen in front of them. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at, you know, they uh, almost all of them look at a website first before they buy. Which was something that I thought was interesting because we just redid our website, but we haven't redone our website that specifically targets Gen Z. And so I'm like, okay, I think it's going to actually be worth it, you know, because we always think, oh, no one's looking at this. They're all looking at Instagram Mm -hmm. or Facebook. But uh, Gen Z is going to grow and change, but they definitely value diversity, but they also want to be able to identify with the brand that they're yeah, I think that's the key that we have taken from them so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I've, over the 25 years that I've been in business, I've really sold to all of these. And the last three, I've sold to them as high school seniors and uh, really tried to learn as much as I possibly could about each brand at the time. And uh, we, what we wanted to do for you guys is kind of go through this formula that Aubrey was putting together and... Uh, ask a question for each of our brands that we are trying to grow right now. Yeah. Uh, You know, working at the studio and um, helping friends grow their brands. And so it's really utilizing the information we know about each generation. So uh, the first thing it goes over is um, who is the idea client? So, um, you know, maybe it is a senior, maybe it is, um, a grandma, but, uh, identifying who it is and then knowing the key things about that generation that they fall under and having a good grasp of understanding of who they are and what drives them. So, you know, if it's a millennial and they're driven by, um, brand recognition, then, and like, you know, relating to a brand and having causes that align with theirs and their beliefs, then, you know, you need to, Uh, market that way you need to have a strong vision statement with your brand but figuring out you know what social media platform is most used for that client type and um, what do they believe will come from purchasing something from your brand and what is their desire so this is just a few parts of the formula and again if you guys are interested and um you know, how to market to a specific client type or you need help, we would go over the whole thing in coaching. Um, But what we're going to do is use one of our campaigns. So our Style Muse seniors will go through first and then we'll talk about the different 
ways we would use the formula. Yeah. When we were putting this together, Aubrey was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I want to share this. What do we do? And I was like, let's just use this as a way to kind of develop this further to, uh, to use it for ourselves. But also I feel like, uh, you know, when there's an idea, that's a, a seed, it, solidifies pretty quickly once you put it into play. And I'm really excited about this because I feel like I've already learned a bunch. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm already like, oh, I mean, okay, we knew this. We knew that sending a physical mailer out to Gen Z was not going to do that well. Right. But we still did it. <laughs> I know. And it was a complete dud. And so we know that um, we also know that doing a an ad for family portraits on Instagram hasn't been working that great for us, you know. Yeah. And so, what you know, what do we need to do differently? What uh, what's the pro you know the product that these clients want? And we and and then the question really is is like, do we have the product that connects with them? Like maybe mm -hmm. the idea of doing something for this specific client. Uh, isn't just isn't going to work. Yeah. You know, what we have isn't what they actually want, which I don't think that's true. Uh, and most, I think we can kind of figure out what direction to come from, but maybe we don't really want to do what that client wants. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Um, okay. So should we start with our, uh, main, our main brand that we're doing right now? Yeah. Yeah. Is our, our style muse, um, magazine program. So what that is, um, it's a program for high school seniors who want to be brand reps for the studio. So they come in before senior year even starts um, towards the end of junior year and uh, have a meeting with us and they sign up for senior portraits with us. And then throughout senior year, they get free extra shoots. And what this does for us is uh, allows for us to be shown on social media or whatever platforms they're using and it gets their friends thinking about senior portraits and who they want to use. And typically the girls that are or boys that are coming to us for this are really motivated to uh, do the best they can and they're excited and they're normally more of the influential type of kid if they're coming in this early and they're that on top of it. And our brand uh, for the Style Muse program is fresh and cool. So, um, yeah, it's it's our our campaign for high school seniors. Yeah, absolutely. So the first question would be, what's our ideal client type and age? So type, age, and gender. So it would be girls. Yep. And it would be 16 and 17-year-old girls. Correct, yeah. That sounds creepy, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then knowing their demographic, and, and it's okay to acknowledge that um, and to talk about different demographics because it is relevant. You know, if your demographic um, is somebody who is in the top 5% of earners in the country, you're going to market to them like they're the top 5%. They want to be marketed to differently and in fact believe that they deserve to be marketed to differently. So um, with this, um, with the seniors, they're in, I would say like a little bit upper middle class kind of oh for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I mean their parents are yes They're not. <laughs> and their parents are the ones that are paying so I would say that's who we need to analyze mm -hmm. um like their demographic and what uh 
and where they no. live. Yeah. yeah. And they, we try to go, we really do, um, actually pull from the circle around our studio. When you click on the, the Facebook and Instagram ads. Yep. We, we do. really do. You know, the, mm-hmm. how, as wide as it will go, that's who we pull from. So yeah. Yeah. And then key things about this generation. So, uh, I think that knowing that they are shopping from their friends, social media is huge. I'm like, ah, oh. and giving them things that they can post and share on their social media because they already are on Instagram, but I was just thinking about this and that's what we're doing. Like this is actually like we are spitballing and using the formula on our own businesses. But, um, do you remember last year when we did the new year's campaign or the new year's photo shoot and we gave them their, uh, their videos from the behind the scenes. Yeah. And one of the girls made a TikTok. Do you remember this? Yes. Gabby made a TikTok. And how many of her friends came to us? Oh, I want to say like eight. Yeah. Uh, if we're counting this year too. Yeah. She's probably had like six to eight referrals. Yeah. And she was just a regular kid. She wasn't like, I, you know, I wouldn't have said, I mean, Gabby, you're awesome if you're listening to this, but I wouldn't have said, oh, that girl is the girl that, uh, y- you know, is going to like set all these trends. You know, she was just a regular, cute, really nice girl, a really fun girl. But uh, because she posted it on her, on her TikTok uh, and, and created it herself, uh, there's that authenticity there. Yeah. There's that connection, and and then we did another uh, thing with the with our style muse last year. We did the uh, Project Beauty, and we mm-hmm. asked them what their thoughts were, and those girls reposted that like bananas. Yeah, and so I think figuring out ways that they will repost, whether it's on their whatever uh, p- platform that they actually mm-hmm. create. I think that even more of that, and we've talked about it before, yeah, but yeah. And we have been talking about this actually a lot um, in the studio and how even giving them uh, our studio phone and being like, here, take this, take some behind the scenes yourself, um, take some selfies, maybe talk into it and even training them on how to do those things, I think could really work. And we're not photographing a ton of high school seniors right now um but next summer we've talked about implementing that to where we give them a little bit more control over the quality because it does matter to them they want to look a certain way and if you know they're in control of taking the images or the behind the scenes of themselves like as far as like a few selfies go then we know they're going to like it then they're going to post it and then there will be reach amongst their peers Yes, because this has, this actually happened. We did a friends shoot the other day, and you had told them we want you to post about coming. We want you to post uh, while you're there, and we and say, they said, okay, we need to do a really cute selfie. They all got in, into the shot, photographed it of themselves, looked at it, and then went and reshot it again because they wanted Until it they to were look different. All mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. and then they they did post um, on their stories and tag us and. They felt good about the experience too. I don't, you know, I think sometimes they're like sneaking like selfies and pictures and they're not sure. And we, we don't let them just shoot normal images on our backgrounds. But, um, you know, when we give them directions on how to do it and make it really clear, then they get excited and they feel good about it and they have good memories with it. 
Yeah. Yeah. This generational marketing formula is really working. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yay. (laughs) Okay. So the next question you have is, is like, why, you know, why uh, are they choosing our brand? And I think we've answered that in a sense already, you know, they're, they're choosing it because they're seeing their friends do it and they're connecting Mm -hmm. with the product. So once you acknowledge why it's important that you keep that why, whatever it is. So, you know, maybe it's something, the reason they chose you wasn't a reason you expected. It's really important that you acknowledge it and then keep doing that. Yeah. And that's tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That is an interesting point too, because doing the things, especially in a creative business, doing the thing that works again, over and over again, is really hard. And you've said this to me a lot. You're like, you always want to change. You always want to do something totally different every single time. And I'm like, I do. I, I really like have literally had to stop myself from changing all the products every year. Yeah. Because actually the continuity and continuing to offer those same products is really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, what's their motivation? You know, now that we know their why they want to, um, they want to be a part of our brand and they, uh, you know, connect with our brand, but what's their motivation or what do they believe will come from them using us? Hmm. That's a good question. I think for the Style Muse model program, the brand rep program, I think part of it is that, uh, especially, uh, I'm kind of switching over to the parent, but the parent thinks that they're going to learn about how to promote a brand and be a part of that. And that's Mm -hmm. part of the value for that. Yeah. And I think they also um, believe that if they come to us for senior portraits, then they will be like the girls that came the year before that they think are cool and that they look up to. Mm-hmm. And in reality, they, uh, I mean, over the years, over the many years, a lot of girls that uh, we photographed have become homecoming queen. I know. Yeah. Have been seen and liked. And I think especially now, that's not our goal. We're not creating homecoming queens. <laughs> there's a whole, there's too much too much stuff to figure out for that. But I do think that, uh, you know, being seen as someone who's positive and happy and connected and involved really does help. Uh, and you know, in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then what's your, what's your next one on here? Um, okay. So what social media platform is most used for that client type? And Mm -hmm. so for, these girls, I think Instagram is really good, but do you think that's where they're at the most? I don't think that's where they are at the most, but I think that's where they go to shop. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's like important to kind of think through and think like that. Um, so then how are you going to use Instagram or wherever it is to, um, convince them that they need to use you? Mm, that's good. You know, and I was going to back up and just say, if I were starting out with this client base or this client, uh, type, this generation, I don't know if I would start with Instagram, but because we have it built up, I would probably put some effort into TikTok too, if I were just starting it. And I think we will, Mm -hmm. and we should, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
ask us how that's going next year. <laughs> we will try. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So you were asking the question, uh, say that again for me. What was your question? Um, okay. So now that we know that we're going to use Instagram, okay. how are we going to use Instagram to um, convince them that they should use us? Like, what are we going to do? Well, I think giving them things that they can post. That's I, right. I, that's just so clear to me. I think yes. that's really important. And I think backing up even more, how do we get it? Say it's a brand new client. They don't know anything about us yet. Um, we are going to piggyback on the girls from the year before and on them posting so that their friends and the younger girls see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things we were talking about is we thought that uh, senior Sundays would kind of go away and people yeah. would stop posting those. But I feel like they're even more so this year than before. And the moms are doing it too. So senior Sunday is when the moms or the high school senior will post an image on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. actually, and hashtag it senior Sunday and talk about being a high school senior. And it's been really a, a big one this year. And we in the past have reposted them and yeah. I think we do need to because that's just, again, that social proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they do that, you know, everyone um, can see our images. And our work does stand out um, compared to other photographers in Kansas City, I would say. I think a lot of people can recognize our brand just by one image and be like, oh, that's them. That's Style Muse. That's Bondurant Studios. Like, And I think that's something to think about, too, if you're like... Um, looking at yourself and your brand, make sure that you stand out enough. So when they do post something, you know, it, it resonates with who you are. Well, you know, that's interesting because I feel like this brand especially likes, uh, logos, you know, so like, yeah, this generation, sorry. Uh, so like a big Supreme logo is, doesn't turn them off No, because they're like, they, it shows, that they can see it and someone else can see it and connect with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. All right. So we talked about Gen Z pretty much with uh, this, when we talked about our style muse, even though their parents are Gen X, because I do think that the style muse program, the actual brand rep program, that is uh, the, the seniors are the ones that are choosing that, not mm-hmm. the parents as much. So do you want to talk, what do you want to do next? The millennials? With the young families or weddings, or do you want to talk about the uh, let's 40 do 40 over 40. over forty? I'm excited about that. Okay, can okay. you explain it? Okay, so uh, this is funny because I saw a photographer friend who had did a campaign for forty over forty, so for photographing forty women over the age of 40. And I thought, Oh my gosh, this is new and fresh. I've never seen it. Now I've been seeing it over and over in different places. So someone must be promoting it and I don't know who. And so I'm not trying to take their thunder or that type of thing, but we really love it because we have a client that we love and she came in and said, I have this idea. I want to photograph older women that are not feeling awesome about themselves. And I want to show that you can feel so good about yourself. And she was like, will you help me do it? And I was like, that's what this is. This is exactly it. And, uh, so we have, uh, the plan to do this campaign and connect with our clients. We have a lot of wonderful Gen X and boomers. Those would be women that are over 40 that we would love to photograph. And it's really important to us because we know how important it is to get your picture taken and to feel good about how you look. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're planning on launching this uh, campaign, doing a new Instagram with it, doing a 
Gal- uh, gallery gala yes, with it. So, yes, yeah. that's what I'm most excited about. It's mm-hmm. on my bucket list to um, have a gallery showing. And so I'm going to uh, work with some different people on getting that going. And then also work with local charities to be involved and turn this into something bigger. You know, we keep talking about how some generations love having a cause to support, but I think really everyone loves feeling like they're supporting something beyond themselves. And so this is a way to serve the women over 40, but it's also a way that we can give back. Mm -hmm. In our community. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've established that our ideal client age is over 40. Gender is women and uh, demographic middle upper yeah probably middle upper I do think that if we um, work with uh, some of our clients are going to want to recommend people who may not be able to uh, you know afford to purchase Mm -hmm. so I think there probably will be a part of it that's charitable in the actual photos yeah I think that it'll be really wide on who we're reaching Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as who we're marketing to uh, yeah middle upper Mm -hmm. and you know some of the key things to know about those generations when considering the specific campaign um I'm kind of thinking it through as we talk well I think uh physical physical products and so you were talking about doing a gallery so physical prints I think is going to be really important Uh, I know some of the other people that do this uh print a magazine and we have connections we've talked about doing magazines and then uh I think uh, other things to think about are um, one of the things that we haven't talked about is the boomers like black and white. And I think when I've seen a lot of these, uh, a lot of the images are in black and white. Yeah. And so I think that's important. And then traditional roles. So I don't think uh, I'm not making a statement (laughs) on any of that, but I I do think that uh, women like the feminine side of things is not going to be a, uh, a put, you know, put anyone off mm-hmm. in this, in these generations, you know, making it more of a feminine type thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So then our next question in our marketing formula, um, why would they choose us? What's like what's their motivation? Yeah. Like what's their reasoning? Well, I think that the motivation is to encourage other women. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I I'm finding that uh, that as just as I get older, that women get less sure of themselves rather than more. Mm. It's you know because they're like oh well now I'm I'm the beauty standard is 17 years old and yeah. you're just literally go downhill from there. And uh, I have always, my personal <laughs> seven word statement is ready to be an eccentric old woman. And that sounds great when you're 30, but it's really different when you're almost 50 and you're like, oh, I don't look like the beauty standard anymore. And I'm not, I'm not going to go back there unless I make a lot of, you know, you know, do a lot of things, but I'm really never going to go back to that reality. You know, I could look like yeah. that on the far outside. And so I think that women are definitely going to want other women to just know that they're valued, that they matter. Yeah, I love that. And, um, you know, I just love that they're going to um, get to see themselves in an image and be proud of it. And if we do like a gallery display, that just makes me excited because how often do the 
um, boomers and Gen X get to see themselves in a portrait. They don't. Mm -hmm. Or in anything, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, to be celebrated. I mean, you know, for years they would talk talk about that actresses would age out and not have any roles that they could be a part of. And I think that that is changing in our media, but it's still so far from, the you know, the regular reality. And so it's fun. It's fun to have that thing to be a part of. And I think, too, we we don't want to make it something where we can photograph you and Photoshop you into something. It's like celebrating yeah. who you are and the age that you are. And that, that is beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what platform rather social media or, um, mailers, what marketing platform would we use? Okay. This, I, I haven't really thought it. Did you have an answer for this? I think so. I have been thinking about it and, um, I want to reach out to the local news stations. Mm, you yes, know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's really not that hard to do. I had a friend who recently did an event and then worked with a PR person and she was kind of filling me in on the details. She's like, oh, they want something to report on or talk about, especially if there's anything that has to do with give back. They are so motivated. Like they don't have enough information. But if you think about where are boomers, where are Gen Xers, they watch the news. They really do. And mm-hmm. so it's like if we can do a little segment, if we can um, start promoting it, even if it's not reaching our idea uh, client that we're marketing to, it's still reaching people. It's still impacting people. And that's what I love about this specific campaign is that it's not just about um, selling a product, but it's about impacting women and celebrating women. And so I don't think you know, even if it's, um, no matter who watches it, I think it's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Another idea is to do personal invitations. Yes. And I, I definitely think that like needs physical, to happen. Physical, personal invitations. Like you have been invited by this person to be a part of this. This is what it is and have a physical one and then have an email version for our Gen Xers. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then we've also kind of talked about having like an application online and, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how well this will work, but DMing, direct messaging, uh, some of those women too, rather it's on Facebook or Instagram and trying that too. Based on all of this that we've been talking about, I don't know that that will work, but I think it's worth trying still. Yeah, I think everyone's a little bit different. Some people are super tech savvy and some aren't at all. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, trying to do something that really connects the best possible way is, you know, that's, that's what we need to do. Yeah. Okay. Have we answered all the questions for this one? I can't remember. Um, you know, how are you going to use uh, your platform? Your, or- your specific platform. We've talked about that. We yeah. answered that one already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so do we want to do one more or are we kind of to the end? Uh, we could like kind of quickly go through it. Okay. So weddings and young families. So that would be millennials. So I think just kind of touching on it and just getting it, making it clear. Um, and also then we have kind of gone through all the different generations. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like this one is where we've just dropped the ball. Yeah. Even though you're a millennial, which is a funny thing. Uh, I don't like marketing to us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I am not easy to market to. I, I'm just not. My values aren't the same as any of the other generations, I feel like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're not. um, Oh, I did uh, read this other night. 
we have the least amount of debt. Mm, yeah, and they think yeah. that we will continue to have they think that because your biggest fear is uh financial stability like or, or your biggest priority yeah mm-hmm. they think gen z will have more debt than us in just a couple years mm. isn't that crazy no, and I believe, in our, i believe that and, having gen z children and how much we value the minimal lifestyle um So, you know, when you think about a wedding, if we kind of put it through this formula, our idea type, you know, we're primarily, again, uh, marketing our business, specifically marketing to a female who is a millennial and, um, you know, the demographics a little bit wider with weddings. um, But the key things to know are that they connect with your brand. So you need to post images that very directly connect to them and like the feeling and the lifestyle. They are the lifestyle generation. So they like lifestyle photos, maybe even more than portraits like of the face and, um, you know, connecting with them that way. Huh? So, you know, you think when you think about it, our portrait Instagram is not lifestyle. No, it's portrait. And so we don't really have a lifestyle uh, Instagram yeah. that connects to anyone. And we're not photographing weddings. We don't photograph weddings right now. We haven't been. So we're not having like an automatic way to connect to that client. Yeah. So it makes sense why we haven't really connected with them and don't have them as our client base one either of those ways, even though we took their high school senior pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about adding in some weddings uh, throughout the year, just a few. And it's been on my mind kind of like, what do they actually want? Mm -hmm. Like, do our images really connect with them? Because again, yeah, we're portrait photographers. And I think um, some millennials might even view portraits as less authentic. Absolutely. You know, I remember when people first started doing the photojournalism style for weddings and I was just like, it's photos of the bottom of their feet. You know, like if they're like kneeling, it was like Mm -hmm. the back of their feet or the feet hanging out. I was always like, it's just pictures of the feet. Like let's have pictures of the bride. But when I look at like the really most successful wedding photographers, the bride's face doesn't even show a lot of times. And I always think, I wonder if she's funny looking. Are they hiding her face for a reason? <laughs> or like the family portraits for with our lifestyle. I'm like, but you can't even see the youngest kid. Do they not like them? Is are they like yeah. adopted and they can't show their face yet? Is there like some reason? <laughs> no, seriously, those are the things that go through my head. And so uh I can see why we haven't really been like connecting with this age group at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, we've talked about it a couple times, but uh if you don't connect with their soul, quote unquote, if your beliefs don't align, they're not going to use you. So you have a couple options. If you say you are going to be a wedding photographer, just don't say the things, don't say the polarizing things or um, figure out what they believe and make sure your beliefs align. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one other thing that, uh, we were talking about is they like realistic, yes. you know, so boomers like fantasy. Yes. And so for years, the best way that we would be able to get new clients in was to do uh, magical sets, fancy sets. We call them make-believes. And so that is 
I do know that there are a lot of people that do like like fairy things in the studio, but I wonder if those are the grandmas buying those and not the millennials. That would be parents. interesting to ask some other people around mm-hmm, other mm-hmm, photographers. To find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is fascinating because I feel like although we aren't necessarily coming up with a, what we're going to do, this is helping me to see why why what we've been doing hasn't been connecting as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're seeing the why not, why they're not choosing your brand. (laughs) Yeah. Which is important to acknowledge. And Mm -hmm. that can, you know, that can help eliminate things that maybe you're doing and spending time on that are a waste Mm -hmm. and help us, um, narrow into what could work. And, um, you know, one of the main parts of this, uh, formula is then figuring out what social media platform or marketing platform would be best for this client type. And I will, I think Instagram, I know I keep saying Instagram, maybe it's because I love Instagram so much, but I really do think that if you wanted to photograph uh, weddings, getting on Instagram and uh, posting things that pull on them, their heartstrings and that they feel like uh, they can see themselves in is important. Um, but then also thinking about um, some direct messaging campaigns and following hashtags in your city and um, going, showing up to wedding, um, wedding events. What are they called? Mm-hmm. Marketing expos, mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, ex- With lifestyle images. Right. And I know a huge thing in Kansas City is working with wedding dress stores. As a photographer, there are a lot of wedding venues here in the Midwest. A lot of people get married in the wed- Midwest. Um, and photographers will reach out to, uh, you know, floral places, cake uh, people, what are the bakeries mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. anyone they can to connect with for a photo shoot and then they cross promote. So I've seen that work for a lot of people too. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. I think this formula is really nice because it helps you like, know, do I want to move forward? Oh, you know, how do I want to actually use this? You know, do I yeah. want to keep really promoting and pushing mm-hmm. for this specific uh, client base? Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot more to it. I was kind of skipping around on it. We could really dive into um, each client. Like if you were really like, I want to start this new campaign. I really want to do it we could probably spend hours on each uh, new campaign, just kind of going in, dissecting, really thinking it through. And I've seen it work. I've seen it work for different people I've worked with. I've seen it work here at the studio. Um, So, you know, really think about your campaigns and who you're going after. And um, I challenge you guys to think differently, but also if you need help, seriously, reach out to us. We're here and we do coaching. All right. This was really fun. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Thanks for being on from nothing to profit.